welcome back welcome back to a new focus podcast this is your host Alonso Richardson um first I want to say happy new year to you all um I'm just praying God's blessing upon you uh within this next year also, I just want to say sorry for the way, you know, things happen in life, okay? Life happens, okay? But look, I'm just glad to be back with you all and doing another episode, or I should say the second episode of a new Focus podcast. Um, I just want to say thank you all for the support. Thank you all that listen for those who listened to the first episode and gave great feedback. Um, I just want to say thank you all so, 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 so much. Um, so right now the podcast currently on Podbean, which is the hosting site, um, YouTube, uh, Apple podcasts and Spotify. Um, as for now, but we will be expanding to more platforms, uh, Lord willing in the near future. Okay. I just ask that you continue supporting this podcast. We just, I, I'm, my heart is so, uh, filled with joy, uh, seeing everybody, uh, supporting this. I just want to say thank you so much. It, it, it helps me out a lot. So. This second episode, um, I think I believe some of you all may have seen the little preview. Uh, this second episode will will we be talking about the fruits of the spirit? And this episode is called "Do You Have the Fruit?" Do you have the fruit? So, a little story that kind of inspired. Um, the title of this episode. Um, so for a while I've been working as a groundskeeper slash maintenance tech, uh, for some years. And one day I was at a hardware store, uh, looking for a particular tool. Um, just, you know, looking around, trying to look for a tool. And for some odd reason, this young man came to me, you know, kind of eventually, you know, came my way where I was at in the store. And the question uh, was that he asked me was very, um, how can I say this? Very intriguing. Okay. So the question that he asked me was, hey, um, and he kind of, he was a little whispering about it, okay? He, he didn't want to say it out loud, so he said, hey, um, you got that fruit? And I looked at him, I was saying, uh, excuse me, what did you just say? I said, uh, um, you got that fruit? I said, um, like apples, oranges, grapes, bananas, I mean, we was... At the, I mean, at the time, the store was across the street from a grocery store. I was like, well, I can, you know, definitely give you some fruit or whatever. If you need some fruit, if you're hungry or something like that, I can help you out, you know. Then he said, uh, you got that green? I was like, no, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. 
He's all oh, okay, okay. And he just slowly but surely walk away. So uh, I did a little research and I, I kind of caught on on what he was trying to say. He was trying to ask me if I had weed, basically. So I, apparently another name. So this is a, a, a tip. If somebody ever asks you, do you have that fruit? That's another code name for weed. Okay. I, I had to think about it for a little bit. Once he said green, he's, I said, oh, okay, okay. I, I get what you're saying now. That's why he was asking a little bit lower um, than expected. So moving on, um, I, I, that moment inspired this episode uh, with the title, Do You Have That Fruit? So I want to um, read for you today um, Galatians chapter 5. And we're going to be reading a little bit. We're going to be reading from, if I'm not mistaken, verses 13 through 26. But the key verses I want to key in on on this episode is chapter 5 verses 22 and 23 okay no let's take that back let's do 16 through 26 okay and I will be reading from a couple of versions um, first, I'll be reading from the New Living Translation, and then I will be reading from the New King James Version. Okay, so I will start at verse 16, and it says, So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of of what the spirit wants and the spirit give gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires these two forces are constantly fighting each other so you are not free to carry out your good intentions but when you are directed by the spirit you are not under obligation to the law of moses when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the Holy Spirit produced this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. 
Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified with them. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another or become jealous of one another. And I will also read the New King James Version of verses 22 and 23, which is, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Okay, so I want to kind of remind us what this podcast is about. It's basically a Bible study podcast to help to enrich your life, especially enrich your life as a Christian. So as a Christian, once we give our lives, once we surrender our lives to Christ, um, we first, you know, acknowledge that we confess that he is our Lord and our Savior. Okay. Secondly, we go through uh, baptism. Basically, that is the outward. See, what we confess is our inward confession. But as the baptism, as we do our baptisms, that's the outward expression of surrendering our lives to Christ. Now, once we surrender our lives to Christ, we are uh, now we have the Holy Spirit to not only uh, direct us, but also lead us, you know, and he is our peace. He is our comfort. He is called one of the names he is called is the comforter. OK, he is the third person, as they call it, the triune. It's one God, but in three, uh, in three persons, you know, of course, God, the father in which we also call him Abba, which of course means father and which, which is, he's also the creator of the universe. And then Jesus Christ, the son of God, of course, he came on earth to die for our sins. He died on the cross, and then three days later, he rose. And that's what we believe. He rose, he died, and he rose up for our sins, and also for us to live life, and to live it more abundantly, to give us that, that alternative to live prosperous, to, to, to live for the kingdom of God. And then the Holy Spirit, which leads us, guides us, comforts us, give us peace in our everyday life. And also give us power and authority to go through everyday issues. Before we were Christians, though, we... Uh, live our lives as sinners okay 
basically living our living a life of a sinner is is living um, opposite of what God had told us to do. You know, of course, all of us were born into sin, so of course we are uh, we're living in a sinful nature. And of course, we uh, gain traits as sinners because we live in a sinful state. So, of course, we got to do things that are opposite of God. Now, in some versions, it will read the it will say flesh instead of sinful nature in some other versions. Basically, the same thing. You know, basically, it's our desires, you know, desires that we feel that we think is right, you know. Um, But when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, um, many people think, yes, you know, you surrender your life to Christ, you know, and he will forgive you of your sins. That's for sure. You know, but that, I, you know, what that indicated is it's the end of our old life, the end of the ways we used to live. And also that's the beginning of a new life. So once we do accept Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, we are going to face opposition by the enemy even more fiercely now. Because basically, we are on Christ's side now. And the enemy is mad at us. Of course, the enemy we're talking about is Satan. Because, you know, before we accepted our lives to Christ, you know, we were just going along to get along. You know, because, you know, living our life as sinners, we didn't, we didn't recognize what we did was wrong. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. Um, we didn't recognize the bad stuff that we were doing were bad stuff. Now we gain consciousness through Christ. Now we recognize that, you know, things that we used to do are, are, are not, uh, how can I say this? It's, it's not right compared to God's standard. So, yes, so when we read uh, verse 16, now it's a battle between our flesh and the Spirit and the Holy Spirit, okay? Once we receive Christ, we, of course, have the Holy Spirit once we accept Christ as our Lord and Savior. And then first we have gifts of the spirit, which is teaching, preaching, prophesying, speaking in tongues, and several other things, which we would do uh, in another Bible study. And then also, he he wants to produce in us, which we're going to talk about today, the fruits of the spirit, which is love, joy, peace, long-suffering goodness, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, patience, which is another word for long-suffering. 
you know so he's producing in us the characteristics of living life as a believer you know he given he's producing in us characteristics of the holy spirit you know it's it's you can see it like this the the nature that he is he wants to produce in us not only it don't have to stop with us but it's also for us to show to other people um in my notes i put um I saw it in one of the websites. Basically, it's the results of the Holy Spirit working in us. So, as we're going through this fight of flesh and spirit in our lives every day, and we will encounter that every day, we must rely on the Spirit that's that's producing the fruit in us so we can fight that the desires of the flesh not saying it's gonna be easy but once we decided to lean on the holy spirit it's gonna be much easier for us because yes we will face trials and tribulations you know in our lives that's gonna come if you are believing in christ those times will come and sometimes we gonna we want to give way to our flesh. We want to give way to what we think is right. You know, that's just that's just our disinterest desire. You know, we want to fix things on our own. But in reality, we have to rely on the Holy Spirit. We must rely on God to give us direction uh, on how to face trials and tribulations. We must rely on the Holy Spirit on how to avoid temptations. Because yes, temptations will come also. But we must rely on the Holy Spirit to avoid those things. To flee, as the Bible says, flee from them things. You know. Um, and, and with the Holy Spirit producing the fruit in us. You know, he is shaped, like I said, he's producing characteristics from him to us. So we can be better ambassadors of Christ. And once we, you know, go to our spaces in life, like work and 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 grocery, even the grocery store, just everywhere we go, people would know how we are. You know, they would see the life that we're living. You know, it's not by just what we do, but how we go about in our lives. It is basically a lifestyle as a believer, you know, us showing love and, and us showing peace and showing examples of having joy. You know, it, it, it's pivotal for us to rely on the Holy Spirit to uh, lead us um in our everyday lives you know like i said one if we want to go into different situations you know with our own desires you know then yeah you know it's going to be a different outcome in compared to what uh what happened if we rely on the holy spirit 
and and one thing we have to realize is it's not gonna be always gonna be our way you know it's for the situation first to glorify God and sometimes also yeah things may not always turn out our way but it's gonna work out for our good but it will work out for our good sometimes those situations could be our learning curves our, our learning lessons in our lives you know and like I said the fruits is not just for us yes it helps us individually but it's also pivotal pivotal uh, for us to um, release the fruits to other people it's important for us to sow seed to other people it's, it's important for us to sow love joy and long suffering why is that because God has shown us the fruits of the spirit he's he's showing to he's showing that to us every day in our lives so it is important for us to display that to others you know it wouldn't make sense if God showed us the fruits of the spirit every day and we're not doing that then that's going to be a problem on us you know at, I, in the bible it states you know how can you love me but not your brother you know how and staying in in bible terms excuse me how can you love god and not your brother you know and it's it's reiterating the new testament First, we have to love the Lord our God, right? Then the second thing he enforces is love our neighbors. You know, yeah, all of us are going to be different. All of us going to have different personalities and all of us will <laughs> go about things in a different way. But he commanded us to love our neighbors you know even if we may have you know different religion backgrounds you know different lifestyles but he commanded us as believers to love our neighbors that's just an example of how what he shows us we should um, show to others and in the word also is it says that they will know you by your fruits so like i said we have to be we are ambassadors of christ so if people okay let me let me rephrase that people are watching you how you live your life people are watching you how you go about things you know maybe you lost your job you know maybe you lost a loved one you know life happens life does happen but people are also looking at you to see how you react to certain things and we must rely and and it's not always going to be easy you know our feelings not going to be easy that's where you know that battle comes along with the flesh and the spirit you know we feel that you know yeah, we're going to be hurt by some situations. We're going to be 
disappointed in some situations. But we also depend on the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide, guide us in those situations. You know, that gives us the joy on the inside when everything else is going wrong on the outside. You know, we're not dependent on the world for our happiness. We depend on the Holy Spirit uh, uh, with our happiness on the inside. See, the joy of the Lord is our strength. So we're not relying on anything or anybody else to give us that strength. We rely on the Lord, you know, and people, like I said, people are watching us, you know, they will know you by your fruit. They would know that you are truly living the life of a Christian, you know, if you are displaying the fruits of the spirit. I want to play a clip for you all real quick. Um, I, uh, I, I always consider this person, individual, uh, a big brother in the ministry. Uh, his name is Minister Daniel Kennebrew. He is from Houston, Texas. And I want to play a clip of, Bible study, of his Bible study recap on producing the fruits of the Spirit. Here is our weekly Bible study recap. And last time we talked about the Holy Spirit having free reign in our lives, allowing God to do whatever he wants with us. And then there's this concept of what are we supposed to do? How do we know exactly what God has called us to do? And there is one segment of scripture that focuses on gifts and everyone has a gift. And sometimes we know what our gifts are. Sometimes we don't. We passed our spiritual gift assessments last night so people can kind of figure out what they want wanted to do. But then the focus turned to regardless of what your gift is, you're still supposed to develop spiritual fruit. Now notice what it says, Galatians chapter 5 verse 22. But when the Holy Spirit controls our lives, he will produce this kind of fruit in us. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And then it ends with this statement, here, there is no conflict with the law. Notice what he's saying. Paul is saying under the guidance of the Holy Spirit that, listen, even if you don't know what your gift is, you're supposed to love people. You're supposed to be peaceful. You're supposed to be faithful to what God has called you to do. You're supposed to have self-control. You shouldn't be in these range, you know, these anger rages and stuff like that. Now, all this stuff is possible by the power of the Holy Spirit. Why do you need the Holy Spirit? Yes, to operate in your gift, but to live producing fruit. Notice the difference. You need the Holy Spirit, yes, to operate in your gift, but I would almost say more importantly, more importantly, to have the fruit of the Spirit active in your life. When you look at 1 Corinthians, it says the same thing. Uh, Paul lists all the spirits you give. You can speak in tongues. You can uh, heal, all this kind of stuff. But he said, let me tell you the greatest of all, the ability to love. And who has the ability to love? Everybody. Nowhere in the Bible does it list love as a spiritual gift. You know what that means? All of us are supposed to do it. So, what are you supposed to do? I don't know exactly what God's calling me to do in this season. And I don't know what God is taking my life until you know this is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to produce love, joy, 
peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And once you get those, I believe your gift will be clear and the spirit will have free reign in your life and you'll be good to go. Go love somebody. Go get peace. Go spread joy. And God will bless your life. Okay, great. That was a awesome video. Um, just kind of um, explain more of what I'm talking about today. So I want to end this show off um, with just kind of describing a little bit of the fruits of the Spirit. So the first one is love. And the definition that shows up for me is an intense feeling of deep affection. Um, that reminds us of God. You know, God is love. You know, and it's been and his love is displayed uh, in the Bible from beginning to the end. Um, even when the fallen man happened at the beginning, he still had a deep affection for us. You know, that's why he gave us his son for his son to die on the cross for our sins and to rise in three days. So we can have life and have life more abundantly and for also for us to reconnect with him through Jesus Christ. Joy. Joy is an attitude of the heart and spirit present inside of us as an untapped reservoir of potential. And as an example, and it says it's possible to feel joy and difficult times joy doesn't need a smile in order to exist although it does feel better with one so we're not allowing the world to dictate how we feel you know we're not allowing uh, um, uh, uh, things and predicaments and life depending you know depicting how we should feel but if we, like I said, we rely on the spirit and rely on the joy he producing in us, you know, and, and joy is not just a temporary feeling. It's an eternal, not just internal, but an eternal uh, um, feeling, you know, joy is everlasting. Next one is peace and peace. Uh, the definition I got is freedom from disturbance and i want to kind of break that down a little bit in two parts peace with god and peace of god okay the peace of god means no more war between me and god and also no more war within myself you know at times you know things can mess us you know can mess with us mentally you know, and a lot of things are coming at us uh, in every type of way, you know, and that can easily disturb us, you know, that can knock us off, knock us off a little bit. But and and, and also with peace of God, you know, we're fighting, trying to have our own way. That's what it is. We're trying to have fighting to have our own way. But the peace of God means we are surrendering. We're surrendering our, our fighting. We're surrendering 
our all to God. We're surrendering our all to Christ. That's what it means. No more war between me and God. Because God is on top. God is the head of my life. So it, I must surrender to his will. And also no more war within myself. You know, I'll have to uh, allow a lot of things to disturb me. I know where I find my peace. And my peace is with God. Which we go into the next one. Peace with God is an established relationship in Christ. Having faith in God. So now I don't have to depend on my own desires. I don't have to depend on my own feelings on how to handle things we're relying i'm relying my will i'm i'm putting my faith in christ first i'm i'm, I'm establishing a relationship with christ and then also i'm establishing my faith in christ so whenever things whenever we face things you know i put my full trust i put my full faith in in christ for our peace and with his peace it brings calmness to us you know it calms our souls you know and that's just a good good assurance in our lives patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay trouble or suffering without getting angry or upset yeah mm. That's, you know, I know all, I know we have to work on all the fruits of the spirit, but that, this one in particular, yeah, mm, I have to work on that big time, but not just me, it's a great thing, it's not just for me, but it's for all of us to work on, because we, we're, we can be a people that's not always patient, you know, but we have to remind ourselves also, God was patient with us. When we were living our own lives, when we were living uh, our lives, saying, you know, God was patient with us. Or the other word is long suffering with us. He's patient with us. And that's also displayed uh, in the Bible. You know, he was long suffering. He is long suffering. Not was. He is long suffering. He's patient with us. So we need to be patient with him. You know, we're not always going to get things automatically. So we know that God knows best for our lives. So we have to be patient in God's timing. Goodness, the state of quality of being good, more excellence, virtue. Basically, you know, um, being morally aligned with God, basically. You know, you have to align yourself with God. You know, God always shows us his goodness to us every day. You know, us waking up, you know, he's he is a good God. He's he displays uh, 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 being good. He is morally excellent to us every day, every day. So it should be right for us to be show goodness towards others. Uh, faithfulness. Faithfulness is commitment to someone or something. God is so faithful to us. He said in his word, he never leave us nor forsake us. 
He is faithful to us. Now, we may not always be faithful to him, but he's working in us so we can be faithful to him. You know, and that's just an excellent quality. Also, you know, some people will be faithful to the job or faithful to the church. You know, that I think that's a very great quality to have, you know, to display to um, others. Gentleness. The quality of being kind, tender, or mild-mannered. Wow. Mm. I wish we can display more of that to others. You know, um, being kind. You know, that's that's very key, too. Have you ever met someone that claimed to be a Christian, but just mean as I don't know what? You know, I, you know, hey, everybody's not perfect. I know that I'm not perfect. You know, I, I can, you know, unfortunately, I can be mean sometimes too. But, you know, you have to ask for forgiveness, right? But the quality of being kind and tender or mild-mannered, that can help someone along the way. Because you never know who you're going to encounter. You never know who you're going to encounter. You know, sometimes we need a blessing. Sometimes you know, we're in need of a blessing. And sometimes us sowing the seed of kindness is so, so, so pivotal. And like I said, you never know who you're going to bless. Because sometimes our blessing is in the in the way we treat people. Let me say that again. Sometimes we get our blessing in the way we treat people. And we treat people with kindness, no matter what the situation is. Whether they, you know, unfortunately trying to curse curse us out or trying to be reckless towards us. If we show the opposite of that, that can show a tremendous, that we can be so blessed by that. You know, we may not see it immediately, but you, you will be blessed. God sees that. God sees that. If we sow a seed of kindness in the others, that that could be so beneficial um, to us in our everyday lives. And the last one is self-control. Self-control is defined as the ability to manage your actions, feelings, and emotions. And this example they gave of self-control. Uh, self-control is when you want to, You, I'm sorry, an example of self-control is when you want the last cookie, but you use your willpower to avoid eating it because you know it isn't good for you. And, and you know, we have to make this, and this is the thing. We have to make the decision to uh, be disciplined on, on some things. You know, sometimes we say, oh, well, I can't help it. Well, sometimes us can't help and it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt us eventually. If we not, you know, practice, if we don't practice self-discipline, you know, self-control, you know, he's producing that. He's producing that in us. We have to rely on the Holy Spirit to use self-control in a lot of situations, you know, not just food. No, well, not just food. Yeah, food. Not just food, but in other situations, things that can potentially alter our lives. 
we had to be self we had not self-discipline but we had to be disciplined in the holy spirit to make that decision to not as the example say grab that last cookie or to not you know talk to certain people you know not to align ourselves i should say align ourselves with certain people that will um potentially alter our lives you know for for i would say for the worse you know and things for the worse you know we have to make that decision to not you know always give in to what the flesh want you know if that's the case you know we should be going into everything you know going to the flesh what we want we we should be eating non-stop we should be doing other stuff non-stop but self-control the holy spirit wants us to 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 practice self-control so we can't give in to everything we can't always you know you know go you know pick everything thinking that it's always going to be good you know we have to rely on the holy spirit to um use self-control and help us to make wise decisions in our lives well thank you so much to listen listening the second episode of a new focus podcast please like comment share and uh, subscribe um, to certain platforms I'm on right now. I just, you know what? I just want to thank you all so much for your support. It does me, does my heart so well for you guys um, listening to the podcast. And I pray and hope that something that is said on this show or pod, you know, or an entire podcast that will help bless your life and also help live your life for Christ you know you know it's it's in these times it's pivotal for us to um, you know read our Bibles study our study our Bibles on our own and also get a better understanding of what God is saying to us well thank you so much God bless you see you next time